Bruce Stevenson is a one-of-a-kind guy. The kind of guy where the only place I can imagine meeting him is in fact at the bottom of the world in Antarctica. Bruce is the water engineer at Scott Base. And while that may sound like quite a standard job description, he's absolutely integral to ensuring the base's critical hydro systems stay running through both the summer and winter seasons. I was lucky enough to catch the busy man for a conversation about what he does at Scott Base and how it all works. I found it rather fascinating. Just a word of warning though, this podcast episode does mention the S word. So if you're not ready to face the realities of what your body produces every day to flush down the toilet for legends like Bruce to deal with, I suggest you please turn this episode off now. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking shit with you, Bruce. Bruce, thank you so much for uh, popping into the studio this morning. You're a hard man to lock down, as it's been proven. Uh, so, Scott Base, there's a bit of waste here. You know, we have lots of different waterways um, from the kitchen, from the bathrooms, from the showers, from everywhere. Yep. It ends up going to you. What does that mean? What does that mean? It's, oh, shit. We're in trouble here. Shit, shit is correct. <laughs> it is. It, it is. is. Yep. So you deal with these excrements of different kinds. Yep. Uh, how do you deal with it? And and you have some helpers, don't you? I do. They're very, very small. Mm, how small? Microscopic. Wow. Thousands and thousands of them. Crikey. What are they called? Um, lots micro, of different names. Microbiology. Lots of different names. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so what are these... What are these little things doing? You've got these big tubs up there, yep. brewing away. Big tanks. Could you just explain the process a little bit? So the waste from the plant, um, each building has its own waste tank. And some of those waste tanks have a macerator pump on them, depending on whether there is actually a toilet facility in there or not, because we need to macerate that stuff. Uh, and the other buildings just have a pump, which pumps from its waste tank Possibly to one of the other macerator tanks. Right. So these right. tanks hold the they hold the shit. The, the waste initially. Yeah. The Brilliant. shit. Awesome. Yeah. And poos, the wheeze, the shower residue. That's all that. All everything. those things we produce that we don't like to talk about, but yep. we do everything. The kitchen waste, which is um, that can be really interesting when you get to clean that tank out. Oh yeah. The grease trap. Oh, yeah, we smelt that last night. Yeah, you might have smelt that last night. It empties the dining room really quickly when we lift the lid. It was strong. Yeah. Pungent. It was pretty good. Stings the nostrils. It was pretty good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it gets pumped out of these tanks through macerator pumps, and then it goes up to a big main holding tank at the wastewater treatment plant, which is called uh, aerated solid, no, aerated balance tank. Right. Having to try and remember names. Yeah, it's, uh, technicality's not a big deal. So it's um, the wastewater treatment plant is computer controlled. Not that it's a computer that you can actually log on to and do stuff, but it does is operated by a PLC. Right. Um, from that tank, it goes into two smaller tanks. They're all tanks. Smaller tanks called um, the primary clarifiers, which gives it a settling time for the solids to hopefully the bigger stuff yep. anyway Go to, to the settle bottom. to the bottom right. and it gets sucked off the bottom and right. put into a final tank mm. um, so okay. in between 
the first tank and the primary clarifiers, no, actually, I'm wrong. Before the first tank, there's a really nasty piece of gear called the brush screen. Right. And that can be smelly. Oh, God. So everything gets pumped to the brush screen. Right. And that... The solids, the big solids... Yep. ...get scraped off. Right. Immediately. Immediately. Get rid of them. Dumped into a corn bag or a plastic bag, which, yep. we, which we call a corn bag because right. for some reason there's always corn. Oh. Even when you don't eat corn, there's always <laughs> corn. There's that detail. <laughs> yeah. There's the technicalities. So, yeah, then into that main holding, uh, primary holding tank, primary clarifiers, where it gets the time for the finer the finer solids to settle out. Then it flows through six biobeds, and in those biobeds are the little helpers. Right. Um, so those are our mates. Yeah, our mates. An activated sludge system, and there are all manner of things in there from bacteria right through to bristle worms. Not that I've seen a bristle worm yet. Yep. The one that everybody talks about. The holy grail of these of these little mates. Yeah, the holy grail of the little mates is called a water bear mm. or a, what's his real name? Can you remember? Mm, bear. No, it's mm. not. doesn't matter. We call them a water bear. Right. So far, I haven't seen one. Oof. You got all winter, eh? I've got all winter and the base numbers will go down and we will have less product to deal with and the plant will handle it a bit better. So okay, maybe right. we'll see some water bears. Okay. So at the moment we've got, um, let me think about this, looking at the pictures. We've got some shelled amoebas. Right. We've got, what was it, something with a C? Yeah, ciliates. 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 So there's... Um, what have we got there? The way ciliates, they are stalk well, ciliates. There were a they few different tails. That's yeah. right, and they were moving in there. <coughs> and they move in it yeah, crazy. And then there's the little fellas, um, which were racing around crazy, which I think, because I'm not 100% sure, I think they're free swimming ciliates. Right. And they're quite amazing when they're flying around the place. Right. We've got some wee carnivores as well, which race around and eat some of the other bugs, but we haven't got many of those. You see them occasionally. So these things, all right, so the question that comes to my mind, these things eat the, the organic matter or whatever, yep. the, the stuff the in it, the shit, that, yep. that's right. Yep. And, you know, what 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 is a byproduct of that, right? Like, I mean, they just they, is, it, is it a gas? Is it something else? Like, how do they do this and then I don't know. grow and, and they just... Smoke and mirrors. They just do it. It's magic. Wow. Isn't that um, beautiful? It's pretty amazing. Bit of magic at Scott Bay, eh? Heaps of magic down here, really, isn't there? Yeah, sometimes. And so what are the, some of the challenges of, of that trying to do this kind of treatment in Antarctica? Are? The biggest one is controlling what goes down the drain. Right. Because probably all it takes is a cup of bleach, someone to bleach right. their hair. and the whole system is ruined. Someone to bleach their blonde hair. Bros, Yours we is talked natural. about it. It's all natural, <laughs> right? <laughs> someone to bleach their hair and tip that product down the drain and it will kill all those little bugs. And what would happen if those all those bugs died one day? What would what would be the, the crisis? What's the contingency plan? Um, you, bought, you have some more bugs waiting in the, you know, some no, spare bugs? We go to McMurdo and beg for some bugs. You've got to get some bugs off them. Sell us some if we're lucky, usually for... They'd sell a, you the bugs? Yeah, it costs you ice cream normally. Wow. Bugs for ice cream. That's a pretty fair deal. Yeah, probably if it was done through the correct right. levels, it might cost you something else. Okay, so at the end of this whole process, you've got the, the stuff coming in, getting cleaned out, the bugs eat it up, do their thing. What are the byproducts at the end that that we know? So the byproducts at the end are water, yep. which is pretty clean. Um, straight out of the final clarifier, it looks like a medium strength cup of tea. 
It's not a real strong cup of tea. It's not a weak cup of tea. Right. You can see through it. It doesn't have any, or it doesn't have a lot of organic material floating in right. it. It's pretty clean. It's not, it's not toxic? Um, could be. I mean, if you if you did want to drink pooey water, but I, I imagine it might not go down too well. That would probably be the best place to drink it from, but I probably wouldn't. Yeah, probably still um, wouldn't recommend it. Because we then have a final treatment process, which is we inject ozone into the water that comes out of that clarifier. Ozone? Ozone. What's that doing in there? It kills all the bugs that are left. Oh, right. And it makes it really, really clean. Mm. Like cleaner than a glass of water. Wow. You look at it and you couldn't, if you didn't know where it came from, you wouldn't know that it was. Once upon a time. Had come from the poop plant. Not too long ago. Mm. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Yep. And so what do we do with that, that ozone injected water after that? Where does that? It goes to the sea. Right. And so then that, that goes. So after this whole recycling process, it, it goes, well, recycling, something like that, right? Yeah. The cycle. It starts at the sea and it goes back to the sea. Right. How about that? And we don't, we don't use any of that again, do we? If we have the right level of residual ozone, yep. um, which we really struggle with in summer, right. we use it to flush the toilets. Oh, right, cool. Yep. And so is that possibly a bit more of a winter activity? Uh, it is. Mm. We don't really need to conserve that water in winter like we try to in summer um, because there's less people here and we still have to make water to keep our reverse osmosis plant mm. operational. Of course. So you flush the toilet. What's the reverse osmosis plant? So that's taking seawater and making drinking water out of it. Is that, is that what we do here too? Yep. Is that why we're so blessed to be able to have water here? Yes. That, wow. is, that is how we have water here. Right. And so how, what does reverse osmosis mean again? I learned, I learned it maybe in, you know, back in year 10 or something. It's when it's reverse osmosis happens, yeah? Yeah. So it's transferring, um, the, it's transferring fairly clean it's about density, isn't it? Water through a membrane. Right. So your body does that naturally. Right. Um, your salts and things balance out. Mm. And we do that here? And we do it with pressure, pushing seawater up against a membrane and the and the water goes through and the brine stays on the other side and goes back to the sea. Right. Fascinating. And so yeah. that's how we have our water? That's how we have water. And, and that, that goes, goes around and goes to the poo plant and goes back to the sea. And wow. A very it's a cycle. Exactly, because it's uh, highly inefficient to try and melt snow all the time, isn't it? It is, and you need a lot of it. Right. And we... We're on rock here, basically, we? are on rock. We? we might be in Antarctica, but we don't have a lot of snow. That's yeah. right. Well, driest place in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Driest, windiest, coldest place in the world. Great combo that one is when it comes to making water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other product we get out of our wastewater treatment plant is the solids. Right, yeah, no, so that's really right. Mentioned them. We haven't touched on the soils, very important. And they all go back to New Zealand. That's right, we send them back home, don't we? Yep. Don't so want them down here. We've got a machine that um, separates them out of out of the solids tank, yep. which is just solids in an emulsion, really. It's just they're floating there in suspension and yeah, pumps it through this machine and they separate out and the clean water out of that goes back to the sea and the solids stay in a bag and... Take them back out. Take back to New Zealand. Brilliant, in a container. In a container. Next, a container starting next summer. Full of poo next January or February. Yep. That is exciting, isn't it? And yep. so you get to deal with all that? Yep. The whole container and all? Yeah. Over winter, I'll get to put stuff in the container. Through the summer, not so much. I'll just load it into a bin and, and say to the planties, hey guys, I need my bin emptied, and they deal with it. Yep. 
if it needs handled at the container, then I get to dress up in my wonderful orange overalls. They are great overalls. And white gumboots and go and do the handling. Do the business. Yep. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Bruce. That's all I can ask for. Uh, It's been a pleasure uh, talking about the subject with you. Cool. Couldn't think of a better man, really. (laughs) There's only one poo man here. Exactly. (laughs) It's a real privilege. Thank you so much for joining us and listening in. I hope you enjoyed the episode and do check out some of the others. As always, it'd be great to hear from you. So leave a review or subscribe or get in touch anyway. More info about the episode can be found in the show notes, so feel free to explore. Thanks again, and here's to Antarctica.